All right. Um, welcome back. I'm Harriet and I'm one of this year's co-chairs of the Mental Health Committee. I'm here with... Hi, I'm Rufus. I'm a co-chair of the EDI Committee. And next year, I'm looking forward to being head of College of Wellington. And hi, I'm Mrs. Charlier. I'm the director of EDI and Social Responsibility. And I'm Mr. Vincent Doe. I teach philosophy and religion. Perfect. Um, so quickly, we're just going to go around and speak by this topic of i mean the question of the contemporary cultural idea of wokeness how it is perceived and what that indicates about our society and why that why we're here and willing and ready to answer this question so rufus um so i my like ethnic background is that my, my, i'm half white my dad is um english and scottish uh and i'm also half black my mum is um uh Afro-Caribbean from Dominica and Grenada um, and so I have like a personal e experience with race and like ideas of wokeness around specifically race um, but I think I also have quite a like personal interest in like a lot a lot of different like subjects and ideas of wokeness just being and being online as a teenager I think kind of qualifies you enough <laughs> to speak about this topic um, but and also just chairing the EDI committee that's definitely something that's been spoken about throughout the year um and also being a edi ambassador um in my house is it is another like role i've had this year which has also made me think about this topic yeah so for me there's so many different connections to, to edi and this word woke that i really hadn't come my way until quite recently i'm sort of 22 years living overseas it's it's a different environment and so there's something very very Anglo-centric, Western-centric about this. But like Rufus, I'm um, two different races. My father was from India. He was a Muslim Indian from Hyderabad. My mother was Scottish. So I grew up as a, as a mixed-race person. Um, my children have been born overseas and brought up in, in lots of different countries. So that the idea of, of having one perspective on anything doesn't really sit easily with me. My grandparents were both blind, so growing up with disabilities in, in our house and and also having interesting conversations around race when, and ethnicity when it's really not part of the equation. It's been mm -hmm. interesting. Um, and close family members being gay and dealing with that within the Muslim community. So sort of lenses upon lenses upon lenses. So I'm very interested in where this phrase has come from and, and what lies beneath it and why people are so heated mm. about it. So that's sort of my interest. Yeah. Sir? I guess I have all the attributes not to be woke <laughs> from my own background, uh, probably my age. Um, and, and I suppose some of my um, political and, and religious uh, kind of baggage, but um, I would hate to think uh, that I am uh, one of these people who opposes wokeness. Um, I have uh, two kids, I have a daughter uh, who is probably the most woke person I know, or maybe she, she likes to do so anyway. Um, and one of the things that fascinates me about the debate around the word woke is the word itself and how words are manipulated and how words are made to mean something to some people and perhaps to mean something else to other people. So that I'm, I'm sort of curious about. 
Um, and also I have a, an interest in American politics and I think um, even though the word has permeated into um, British English mostly I think it's a there's an American debate here uh, and I, I like to look from a distance uh, at how Americans throw things at each other um, so yeah I'm, I'm interested in the topic I'm not uh, possibly someone with first-hand experience uh, of what it might mean to be woke or feel woke but I, I think it's a very important debate to have today uh, I'm definitely with you on that I definitely um, I'm here purely out of interest for kind of the arguments of positive versus negative effects of using the word woke um, I like when I first was introduced to the word I don't know how long ago but it was definitely a positive thing like being woke meant that you cared and you were willing to be educated but now it's for some reason and I actually don't know so we might get into this later it's actually been used negatively which I see I don't really mm. understand why that is so I'm here purely out of interest and kind of I don't know a hunger for education of why something that I thought was so I guess kind is now political mm. and for me it's it's uh, and I, I could be wrong I'm not an expert there but I feel there's almost a, a reversal uh, to what happens with some other words one word I, I thought about was the word queer yeah. which started being used negatively mm. and then has been reclaimed by mm. the queer community to say yeah we're, we're going to use that label yeah, mm -hmm. And I find that woke maybe has done the opposite, where at first it was used by people who claimed uh, that label, but now the term is actually mostly used by people who oppose them and mm -hmm. by people yeah. who use it in a derogatory way. And um, I find that strange that you'd go out of your way to use a term to describe other people in a negative way when it's a term that comes from from them from positivity mm. yeah i don't know what the opposite is of reclaimed uh, i think that woke has been unclaimed yeah. and i don't know if that's yeah. if that's a thing but no definitely yeah uh, well i was on tiktok one day as pretty much any teenager ever is and i just saw a video that was like please don't say the word woke it's actually really offensive and obviously on tiktok there's you often don't get a lot of information you just get like you don't get answers you just get opinions words, opinions yeah. and so like i took it on i've not said it since i guess or used it in real context other than just like the word but like i still don't understand why but i'm happy mm. to adhere if yeah you get i know me. what you mean so um does anyone have any like conspiracies as to why it's used negatively now i don't <laughs> there's, there's this thing and I was listening to us talking before around who gets to care and like lived experiences yeah. and it's almost like you, you care about something I mean we, if we take the you know just thinking that there's something unfair in the world mm -hmm. and knowing something about it so yeah. the idea of just oh that's not fair what's that I'm going to learn about it now and I'm going to find information about it and I'm going to become aware of what it is and then I'm going to decide to what degree I care and hopefully mm. do a bit of critical thinking and hearing different opinions just learning more about something not not to debate it but to just understand it yeah. which yeah. is which is massively important in the EDI space and in just space of being a good human being yeah um and somehow there's been some sort of 
that's not okay if you do too much of it or maybe it feels like it's not okay because I don't have a lift experience to talk about that or learn about that and that seems to have been a thing whereas everybody can know about injustice in the world Mm. everybody can care about things but only the people who've lived those experiences are going to be able to tell their stories and they're going to vary from individual to individual so it's it's like there's a a permission part of it that's that people are looking for or, or why you'd you know something on tiktok will say you can't say a word or you can't use it and then that's the space we sort of stay in yeah it just it, it jars for me mm-hmm. no definitely well that I, yeah after you saying that i definitely look back and like i definitely should have looked more into it not out of like i don't know disagreement with the fact that i'm not meant to say it but like kind of to educate on myself and why I'm happy not to say it, <laughs> but at the same time, yeah, gonna... I probably should have took some time and effort to go, huh, maybe mm-hmm. I should look into this a bit more. But yeah. That, yeah. I mean, is the work label something that you guys would would want to claim in a, in a discussion, maybe a, a big family dinner with older generations? Would you be... Would you be keen to stand up and go like, well, yes, I'm woke, and that's why. Or is I that- mean, I, I wouldn't be embarrassed if I was called woke, mm-hmm. but I, just, I don't think it's even like a, I think it's also kind of like lost proper meaning. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, it's, yeah. it's next it, level it, yeah, slang. It's it, not like it, a real word. In the, amount, in the amount that's been like, in the amount that's been used and used by different people in, in different scenarios and in, with different meanings. Like I'm like, I, I wouldn't necessarily like put it in my Instagram bio as like a self-identifier, <laughs> but it's, it's just, it's, but it's like, it's not something I would like feel kind of that, that much about being called. Yeah. Um, but I think to me where like arguably like the most like slightly valid position that people who like take in my own opinion people who that people that take the argument against like the idea of wokeness is because like some some people see it as kind of like forcing kind of forcing a homogeny of opinion onto everyone um and that's kind of like the opposite of the goal of wokeness anyway but um you can at times kind of see see where people are coming from um with the opinion that it like kind of forces yeah um homogeny and like forced opinion on everyone um who I, I firstly kind of don't really think that's the case in any kind of like overwhelming or like like powerful position i think there are, there are obviously people who kind of are interpret it wrong and the kind of petition for it wrong i'm sure because because people make mistakes no matter what social demographic they like they lie in um but to me what i kind of have like the most issue with with that argument is that it kind of firstly it's often made by people who kind of aren't like don't have the experience don't necessarily have the experiences with which um wokeness is trying to like bring up social issues with um uh and then it kind of and like the problem is it kind of positions the idea of like cultural homogeny of opinion as worse than racism transphobia homophobia homophobia misogyny um and i think while obviously we want to be in a world where ideas flow freely um and everyone's thinking independently and themselves together i think at times 
everyone having the opinion that racism is wrong isn't necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, just ever so quickly, I definitely realised I should have done this earlier, but the definition of woke, <laughs> according to Merriam-Webster, is... Um, it's U.S. slang for being aware of and actively attentive to important facts and issues, especially of racial and social injustice. So that's <laughs> that's going to hopefully yeah. provide a bit more insight. But that definitely read back to what Mr. Charlie said earlier about like the 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 right to the term with experience, mm. I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, but I say that, but I do think that like, I think every, every single person in the world definitely has a right and sh- should yeah. have their own opinion on and their, and their own engagement with all elements of social action. And that's kind of how positive movements made is that like investment and caring about other people in the world kind of in whatever facility but but yeah and this is why it's I'm, very nuanced. I'm this is why I'm very confused about how the term has become so political because mm. it, it, to me it is just kind of I don't want to say justice but along those lines it just seems normal to care about other people and like their protected character characteristics but as I'm sure you you would like to talk about, it, it has become very political. I th- I, my perception is that it's become a soundbite, and it's a soundbite that's stuck yeah. in the American mm. right, mm. in the sense that some soundbites, probably in a political meeting somewhere, somebody used X number of terms through the years, but somehow the term work uh, has stuck for that particular yeah. part yeah. of the electorate and, and it became something they can really latch on to to say, yeah, that's what we don't like. That's yeah. the generation, that's the group of people, the groups of people that scare us. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that to a degree, uh, the word woke for some of the um, right-wing uh, electors in the US was also associated with Barack Obama. Uh, partly because of his ethnicity, partly because at times he has sort of embraced the identity of being uh, socially aware and uh, he has used the word woke himself and for some people in the US he's the devil and so if you say well Barack Obama was woke uh, and we hate Barack Obama so we're going to use the word woke to talk about all these people who might kind of agree with him Um, but you've got currently in the kind of the pre-pre-election in the US, uh, you've got some of the Republicans who are literally using the term war on woke as their slogan. Um, and you've got people at the Santis in Florida who, who said uh, Florida is where woke goes to die. So they use that phrase to appeal to electors uh, who for some reason have got a real problem with what at least they, they see the term woke embodies. So, no, carry on. No, no, it's just, <laughs> just you, you hear this, and it's and it's it's the critical thinking element of you know these are complex things dealing mm. with what's right, what's fair, how has something happened, is it okay for this group of people, what's what's behind that. These are all really nuanced, complicated things, and if you boil them down to a very simplified binary choice of right or wrong, up or down. Yeah right thing wrong thing then everybody's missing out on all the all the intelligence that's yeah. needed mm. to to have an empathetical response to people with a different experience to your own and and, and that matters so this over 
oversimplification for political gains or monetary gains or for for TikTok ratings, likes, I don't know what happens in that world, but it, whatever it is that, that people are after, this seems to be a, a very triggering, easy hit of I will get what I want, which is yeah. to cause people to not talk and to not see what links us all mm -hmm. and to not see how much in common we all have and to not see that the heart of most human beings, they, they kind of want the same thing, which, yeah. is, which is pretty lovely stuff. Mm -hmm. And we're all predominantly quite caring as people with our families yeah. and the things that we want but we can be on a spectrum of of views around what is the right thing or the wrong thing yeah. to do about each individual issue but we just we lose all of that and it just mm. it makes me so sad to hear again and again and again these these headlines or these moments of people using this word or whatever lies behind it for mm. something so simplistic but so damaging yeah. yeah well this kind of takes me back to the racial bias episode that we did because a big part of that question was conscious or unconscious and the thing that probably upsets and kind of angers me the most about this is that people they know what the word woke means or is meant to mean yeah. by definition I guess yeah. and they're still consciously choosing to use it negatively and that does make you kind of question how caring they are and how kind they can be because if it was pure ignorance ignorance is not good either mm. but it, that that's just a lack of education rather than consciously choosing to turn a word which encourages education into something quite nasty is like very moments at play uh i think there's fear as well yeah. i think in the way some people use it uh, uh, you know some decades ago again the uh, american right um used the word communist and the yeah. word red as the kind of you know the the soundbite for the enemy for anybody who was left-wing or progressive or didn't think like them and mm. didn't want the sort of America that they wanted. Mm. And I don't know if the term woke is basically the current uh, embodiment uh, of, of that way of looking at society. Um, but I think there is fear there. There is a fear of not knowing and of not understanding, particularly for a certain generation. Mm. I think a lot of the time people who use the term woke uh, in a derogatory way, are older people towards younger people. Yeah. And it's a kind of a, it's a, a response against, a response against. So when you're old and you're supposed to be wide and know things like me, and you get young people come to you and say, well, we know better. We understand the world better. Mm. And actually, you've got it wrong. Your worldview is past it. Mm -hmm. It's really scary because now you're useless. You mm. thought you were in control, you thought you were in charge, and now you've got the next generation telling you that's it, your, mm. time, your time has gone. And I think there's a degree of fear of not wanting to be left behind and of not wanting to lose that sense of, well, this is my society, my world. Um, and, and the way I know it is the way I like it. And then people say, no, no, society has got this wrong and this wrong and this wrong, mm. and, and now you feel, well, it's, it's all unraveling. Yeah. So I think there is fear there. I think there is, I'm trying to be, in a sense, devil's advocate. I think some people who use the term woke in that 
almost insulting way, do it for bad reasons, for political gain or out of hatred. And I think some people probably latch onto it just because they're scared, yeah. just because they're they're worried they're not gonna they're not gonna belong anymore. There's also perhaps like a f- a fear of loss of privilege that's like like resultant of woke of like wokeness, and it's not actually a loss of; it's just kind of a more equitable equitable and equal division of privilege. Um, but still. Obviously, like some, like some and many people who use the term woke in a derogatory or negative way will have certain systems of oppression working on them. I think most more likely class oppression and like, yeah, being of lower classes and, um, and gender oppression as in, because I think that there are, I think there are less, um, black and gay people using woke derogatorily than um, uh, women. Um, But that's obviously like a large generalization. Um, But I think you can can kind of see why why they might be feeling like that. Because if you already have a certain system of oppression working on you, um, uh, and you, and you have like a small amount of privilege afforded to you by being straight for example the idea of um that that privilege being taken away might be scary to certain people but then that kind of go, it just kind of comes back to goes back to you miss um of like the like the importance of deep down human empathy and like seeing that people being lifted up in whatever circumstance is always the best and the right thing um uh and it's just like to what extent that lasts and is sustained and in, is enduring in our society. And there's a classic reaction that the subjugated get when they challenge the subjugators. Mm-hmm. And if you're about to be toppled by a revolution, yeah. you try to fight it. Yeah. And, and I think the kind of, you know, I don't know if the term subjugators is... Um, is too strong, probably um, some of the people who might use the term work are not actually subjugators. And, you know, if I think about that American right, many of them are very working class and so on. And yeah. They're not subjugators, but in a sense, they feel that they are being challenged for being subjugators, even mm. if they're not. Um, and so they're trying to fight back, I think. The gender thing was an interesting one, because I think that, I mean, one of the sort of earliest... Um, moments I'd had with this word was around sort of feminism and and people throwing the word to a friend of mine, French friend, um, who's a very strong feminist, and it was that it was the reaction of people well, that's too far that her that her girls would would have certain clothes and she would never let them wear a pink cloth or a dress, and it was the conversations around that were just with friends of that's that's too much, that's that's too woke. She's gone too far with this. It's yeah. it's too much. Um, and it's kind of the well, well, who's to say what's too much within this within this area or this field? But with with gender equity and gender equality, which we sort of know globally, that's that's a long, long way away. Um, still having conversations with people who feel that maybe there's a, a zero sums game, or you know you can't if 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 then I don't know. Let's say let's lots more women enter the workforce, and then lots more women mm. we're more like yeah. 50, 50 at the CEO level. Then is is that lots of people? They're not mm-hmm. in that level anymore. Whereas 
this idea that we're missing out on talent. We're missing out on the opportunity yeah. for everyone to get better and stronger if you if you have yeah. a more equitable structure is the kind of the, the argument and the, mm. the belief that I would have that if you can build up everyone and remove barriers for everyone and make it more equitable, then everybody yeah. will get better and everyone will benefit from. Yeah. And actually, we just don't know what we're losing out on. But mm. that kind of fearful reaction or it's, it's too much or it's too far yeah. or it's not, it seems to be what... What you hear a lot of so yeah. from, from what i'm kind of hearing to, to really really boil it down is kind of that it's in a way a defense mechanism for some people who are feeling like when others go high they can't join them oh i like that that's a that's a that's a nice way of, i'm not sure if, if that's correct or not i need to think about three but if if others if others go high they can't join them therefore am i in a deficit model yeah. am i not relevant am i not part of this through either fear or, yeah. or actually i don't agree with it am i okay to not agree with that and i'd yeah. say you know people can explore their thoughts and feelings mm. around things but genuinely explore them from a sort of a true perspective of, of digging into it with you know, yeah. some massive brains on the student body dig into what you what you aren't sure about yeah. and learn more about it rather than feeling that you can't be part of the conversation or you, sh- or you shouldn't be part of the conversation okay. yeah. and i think that's the bit for when you look at you know the power of of young people and their ability to to take on new learning and to, to see the world in different ways and to make changes and that's all super exciting mm. and there's so much capacity there to want to desire to do that versus to say, well, I don't, I, I don't want to do that stuff. That sounds like it's, it's mm. not for me. Yeah. It seems like you'd be missing out on, on things that you can, can do. Yeah. I think like that, like, yeah, the idea of like it being too much, like what you were saying, miss. Mm. So I think that, that, that I think actually is like, yeah, like a really, really, like a, is, is, that's a, a really astute kind of, observation of what like where the word woke is used and it kind of made me think i think when i've heard it used like derogatory derogatorily by like peers um which like every now and again yeah. does happen yeah. i think that that tends to be like when it's when there's when it's kind of a more a more trivial matter when it's not like a clear act of like violent misogyny or like aggressive homophobia it when it's a more like throwaway use of a um offensive term or um throwaway opinion um and someone's pulled up on it um and went with the idea of it like it's not that deep it's a term that's used so much i think that's kind of another way of saying like um Oh, your your like your your wokeness goes too far. Yeah. You're, 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 you're yeah. doing you're, you're doing too much. You're accusing people of being oversensitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of reacting yeah. to things that don't actually yeah. deserve well, that. Yeah, level I think of we actually we experienced this today in a lesson. Yeah, where um, someone used a slur against people with ability it wasn't issues. Wasn't my lesson. No, it was <laughs> no, not. It wasn't. Absolutely not. Um, and <laughs> we both went. Well, no. Yeah. <laughs> Take no and don't say that. Don't say that and. I was actually surprised they didn't argue back. Actually, yeah, they were just normally like, oh. normally quite a fight is put up if you yeah. tell someone, "Oh, you don't use that." Normally, quite a fight is put up, but did it, like 
They just went and okay, yeah. kind of stopped talking. There's lots of conflicting things to all hold at the same time because, yeah. you know, people are young people, albeit like whoever they are, you know, there's, there's still sort of fun and joy and frivolousness yeah. and mm-hmm. silliness and friendship and all the things that make life the richness yeah. that it is. And then there's capacity and the place that somebody's at. Maybe for one person, it's the moment to tackle a moment of social injustice. For the other mm-hmm. one, they're ready to zone out and just chill yeah. a minute. And it's, it's, there's a, t- there's a timing there's an appropriateness there's the there's the need and there's also this kind of you know nobody wants to be told by somebody else that they're in the wrong that's not something that sits well with any one of us as human beings but we also we need to know that what our intention is if we put something out into the world it's kind of irrelevant when people pick it up and take it in the way that they take it and Mm. they will do that based on whatever they're bringing to the conversation and it's possible to hurt somebody and it's possible to cause distress and it's possible to cause you know some things are offensive some things are illegal some Mm. things are just you know not acceptable within a social group so whatever you put out somebody might take it in a way yeah do we all need to police ourselves every minute of every day does nobody ever make a mistake no that's when it becomes the whole sort of oh you know you're 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 sort of virtual signaling and you're you're yeah. saying that you're amazing because you know this and i messed up yeah. and nobody mm-hmm. likes that but, but that's that's just human interaction yeah. we know that as 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 friends colleagues yeah and this this feels also like the idea of if someone is racist lots of like if a white person witnessed someone being racist, they would go to a person of color and complain. Mm. But I don't. That's that's not fair. Mm. Um, it's not any. It's not person of color's duty to, to be to, the racism exactly. police or yeah. It's, that's not yeah. on. But that happens way more than it should, especially. At, I think especially possibly at this school. Yeah. But that's, that's right. also where education comes in. And you need to understand like kind of preventative more than anything else understand why yeah. you shouldn't say these things in the first place rather mm. than and potentially be educated on what to do afterwards yeah if it is happen because sometimes mm-hmm. you're willing to call out at the moment sometimes you're not especially yeah. if you yourself aren't properly educated on what could be harmful in that yeah. situation but then i think it's just like from from like how how you approach those kind of difficult to- topics and subjects. Yeah. Um, and like, I think the most important thing is, again, like you said, Miss, kind of approaching it from a caring and empathetic way um, and kind of just being open to listen. Because even if, even if you're trying to ed- educate someone and you don't know lots on the topic, even you trying to, from your position, being like, okay, I don't know that much on the topic, but I think what you just said might have might be considered offensive by um, quite a few people. Um, That is really important. And then if the other person is kind of coming from the right place and is like, okay, that's interesting. Thanks for telling me. I'll go like research, go do like some work onto like, 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 like what that actually means. Mm. Then, then I think we'd be in kind of in a better place in society if that, if that happened more. And just that approach was taken in situations like that more. How much appetite do you think there is amongst the student body to have conversations like it, this about? It definitely grows with age. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Third form, there's more excitement about other things. <laughs> not that the, like not saying that this is something to be excited about, but like there's more hunger for like friendships and like mm. that's your kind of growing into who you are as a person. But mm-hmm. once you've like kind of developed a bit, you go, huh, 
Because you're so, at like 13, I didn't, I still obviously don't know everything that there is to know about every social issue there is. But like, that doesn't mean that I'm not willing to look into it. Like, I'm looking yeah. into studying, studying sociology at university mm-hmm. because I'm so interested in like the way that people work and the issues that can come with that. Mm-hmm. So I think it definitely develops with age. Yeah. Because with age, you also learn things that you didn't know. Mm-hmm. Presumably anyway. the, the student body is not unanimous in its views, no, in the sense that <laughs> even within your year group, I suspect there's a whole fraction of a year group who might look at another fraction of a year group and think, well, they're really woke. Yeah. And there might yeah. be a fraction of your year group who looks at another fraction and says, well, they're really out of touch mm-hmm. or whatever might Definitely. be the opposite there. Definitely. Yeah. There's, there's one thing that um, I've been thinking about, which is the notion of authenticity. Okay. And so we talk about woke have, having a, a, a quite strong derogatory connotation for a whole part of the population. But I think for some other people, it has something quite appealing. And I would almost say quite fashionable. Mm. And I don't know if sometimes there are people who try to look or sound woke, who want to say the right thing to be seen as being enlightened and to be seen as being part of a, in inverted commas, the right crowd. And I don't know if for some of the, the, the people who, who have um, a critical view of being woke, there's that sense that actually some of those people are fake. Yeah, so... And some of it, they try too hard. They jump on the bandwagon, whatever. TikTok during BLM at the beginning of COVID. Yeah. Mayhem. Absolute mayhem. Because obviously loads of people are truly, truly genuine for their, like, anti-racism, like, hatred of racism full stop. But there was a large percentage of people who turned their profile pictures black forever like, didn't Just really do anything else didn't do and it's kind else. of like and it's like now they're all changing them back and it's like what so like now now it's not kind of the social topic to yeah. like black lives not matter anymore yeah. with, <laughs> it's with, like yeah but with that is also i'm gonna use tiktok as an example because i know for a fact this happens on tiktok is a lot of people um they see something racist or they see something that is socially unjust and like a crowd of them like thousands of thousands of people going to attack the person who's acted that way and if you're not racist you would assume that you have some care and compassion for people in general yeah and yet that 20,000 people going to hate someone all at once but also doesn't it, it's not like what you said was offensive it's just like kill yourself yeah, yeah. um and, and and like and, and that's when like the internet becomes this kind of like really swamp toxic. yard of disgustingness yeah. um uh it's because like the kind of the reactions are so so polarized um and so aggressive but like like you were saying like I'm sure she's a lovely person, but like Charlie D'Amelio, like the most, I think, I don't know if she's the, still the, the most, most followed. followed. Yeah, but she, she was for a second while. Most. Yeah, second most followed person on TikTok. At, at, in the Black Lives Matter movement, changed her profile picture to like a BLM fest with like saying Black Lives Matter, which is like perfectly nice. She did a cool post on it at the time. Yeah. But then donated like... Donated a lot of money. Yeah, donated a lot of money. And, and Yeah, and, and did some great things and then had it for like two three years and then people were like change it back now change change it back now it's done and she did yeah but like i I just i just i don't really know what it's because it like when you do something like that like 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 
something as kind of trivial as changing your profile picture it, it that 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 is when it then kind of feels more ingenuine to yeah. like it definitely like in the moment felt ingenuine to me and then the fact that she then took it down then unless, unless she'd like said something like being like my views have changed i don't think that it's now like a good way to to to, to signal but it doesn't mean she's a bad person no. whatsoever like i'm sure like, she seems she's perfectly lovely extremely young uh, yes yeah, so so young and it's so difficult to be on the internet at our age yeah um and be held accountable for things um and she like does a lot of hard work but it's just like 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 what 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 is the thing to do in that situation um so sorry i should say that's so interesting because it's the whole um i don't know it's like the raindrop so everyone's looking for sort of the big thing that you can do to solve yeah EDI issues or like solve racism mm-hmm, solve sexism mm-hmm. yeah. you can't there are there are no big things that we're going to do in no. one big chunk it's raindrops it's tiny percentages of things little actions and each one of those actions in and of itself if it's if it's saying something that's that's supporting raising awareness or it's it's adding to the conversation or, or supporting the kind of more nuanced approach to understanding the empathy empathy part then, then it is going to help. Yeah. The idea that how do you kind of stop a moment of helping and, and look at something else without yeah. feeling the weight of judgment from around yeah. the world that somehow you've done a negative action, yeah. I think is quite scary. And I think the whole social media space is a scary place to inhabit if you're also thinking that people are, are judging your every like action on there. Yeah. Because, you know, you could be doing all sorts of things, all yeah. sorts of thinking or reading or, or actual, I don't know, actions or something. Yeah. And displaying that in the right way to be the right kind of woke, I think it's just, it seems like quite a high bar. Um, mm. So it must just be very difficult for people to navigate. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But any final comments before we... Do you think that Wellington College is trying too hard to be woke? Or actually, is it not trying hard enough? Mm. Oh, a very interesting uh-oh. question. Uh, um, I th- I think publicity wise, and that's like an internal, nothing external. Publicity wise, extremely good. But then it's more when it becomes more personal to students, and you're not in an environment where it's you feel safe to bring in a teacher. I think that is where woke I, woke as a term could be like work actioning I guess could be more useful but I what would you think I don't know to me I think almost all of the kind of the EDI moves which Wellington have made I think have had like useful and productive substance I mean especially the appointment of your role miss and everything you've done definitely it like Mm. like has has a lot (laughs) like has a lot of productive and positive weight behind it yeah I mean my personal opinion is that I think um, right now, it's like something that the school could do to make a re- really positive action in in the EDI direction would be um, revising their stance on the nomenclature and iconography of the school, specifically um, oh. taking down the statue of Cumbermere, the yep. slave trader, mm-hmm. and changing the Picton house name 100%. Was, was, and perhaps also the Cumbermere and Hopeton house names. Was he a slave trader or did he own slaves? Um, oh. I thought he owned well, he, slaves. Well he, well, he owned slaves but bought them. But no, he, yeah, he didn't facilitate, yeah. he didn't facilitate the slave no, trade. You're no, right, you're right, you're right. Not. Um, and then similarly, and then, but, and then Picton owned yeah. slaves and 
tortured a 14 year old yeah. mixed race girl yes. for which he was tried for at the time yeah and got out Unscathed. On a but but no, got out on a technicality, unscathed. But like he did, he confessed to doing it. Um, uh, and I think th th those those would be two actions which the school could kind of become more woke in a positive way. Yeah. But I mean, no, we're I, trying. I think to to praise them quietly, just the fact that we have whatever your exact job title is. It's a long one, I know. Yeah, so whatever your exact job title is, the fact that we have someone like you here is 100% the, the step in the right direction. Yeah. And revolutionary. It, uh, it's it's yeah. so rare. In, that, in, in, it, yeah. And, and, and how so did you powerful. apply for the job? Because I'm sure you didn't Google whatever your exact <laughs> no, job title is. No, I didn't. Okay, that's a good question. Somebody gave it to me. I was oh, looking yeah. at principalships in the States. I was going to go to Boston and then somebody mm -hmm. sent me this job description and I went, that's what I want to do. There yeah. you go. And I think the sincerity and authenticity from Mr. Dahl, from the governing body, from the leadership team in terms of the remits mm -hmm. and the level this job sits at, yeah. I yeah. haven't seen anything like it anywhere else and I was on a yeah. global team looking Definitely at this makes sense. so I think there's mm -hmm. high hopes for the road ahead yeah. but so. it is raindrops yeah. it yeah. is everybody Definitely. doing their bit and it's mm -hmm. diversity of thought yeah. so do your own thinking think it through be empathetic it's there's no one little thing that you can do yeah. that what's going to make you wave the flag for being the wokiest woke <laughs> that's well, my title <laughs> thank you very much everyone thank yeah. you thank you thank, thank you so you. much